Hello, LA. This is Kate. And this is Chris. And we're the Delgado, Delgado Sisters. Sisters. The Kikai Chat. Raw, unfiltered, unscripted, and always from the heart. On today's episode of the Kikai Chat, we say so long farewell to summer with a childhood story. And Kate interviews her sister and co-host Chris in part two of our two-part Getting to Know You segment. Let's go back, way back, to back in the days. So, Chris, any summer memories that come to mind? Funny you should ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I actually remember, I don't know if it quite counts as a summer memory, but I mean it is California, so it was sunny. Okay. Uh, you remember when we were in elementary school and we did the talent show? Okay, well, we... So long, farewell. Oh, yes, yes, Sound yes. Sound of music. Sound <laughs> of music. Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh, yeah, that's taking it way back. <laughs> way back. Yeah. That was like the summer of 93. Yeah. Or the year, because yeah. that was my last year in elementary mm-hmm. school. Well, technically junior high. <laughs> right. Yeah, and of course we have to, we have to, we have to make a shout out to our alma mater, Saint Brendan. <laughs> you know, I passed by the other day. Seriously? Mm-hmm. It looks oh, yeah. so different. Okay, so I have not traveled during this whole pandemic, so things. Yeah, I, I noticed there are things that are gone, things that are new. And things that have been, you know, obviously remodeled. St. Brendan was remodeled. Oh, really? Well, or added to? Are you talking about the school or the church? The school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. It's It looks like a high school. Yeah. I was just like, there's a huge parking lot now attached yeah, to it? Yeah, they got rid of the, you know, the... Um, the playground? Not, well, oh yeah, the playground and also, and oh yeah, I guess that's when that, that was the same time when they got rid of the, the building for you know the sisters. You know how these these the convent, have, yeah. The, I, I guess the convent wasn't it a convent where they house the sisters? <laughs> that's usually what a convent is. <laughs> I guess you'd be right, but yeah, it was like I think there's like some sort of like center there now too like it's it might be a gym i i know this is so bad i have not visited saint brendan in a long long time yeah yeah it's been a while so yeah but when we were there yes 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 when we when we went there it was a simple building yes it was with a huge playground which huge playground loved yeah kids love that kind of stuff yeah, we ran around all of recess. <laughs> yeah, so 
So yes, going back to the summer, yes, to the summer story. Since, since it's officially officially summer's over, trying to milk it. Yeah. So my sister somehow wrangled eight eight kids. However many kids it took. Okay, however many kids it took. Each one to sing each part of "So Long Farewell." I was the baby. Of yeah. course. I was the first. I was the oldest. Is it Lisa? Lisa? <laughs> yeah. Lisa, the oldest yes. daughter. Of course, because because obviously I would get that part since I pretty much directed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you even found a boy who could sing that high part. Well, I, I well, my classmate uh at the time, Reza, if he's out there listening, he knows who he knows he knows who he is. Yes, but well, because he was like the only guy who could reach a high note that high in our class. I mean, we didn't have very many options, okay? But I was very, I was very grateful yes. with the finished product. Yeah, it was so good. Um, they had us do it again. I mean, ta- it was very serendipitous because it turned out that our principal at the time, Sister Marta Ann, was going to Austria for the summer. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it, I mean, it was just like we just had to do... You know, uh, what do you call that? Another rendition. Yes, we had to. Yes, we had to do another performance for her in um, in honor of her trip to Austria, but also for the Monsignor, Monsignor Murphy. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that for some reason I, I'm sure he was there. That would make sense because yeah, no, he, something like he that was brought that second time, like specifically. I mean, we do have this. Evidence. However, it is on old technology. VHS. VHS. <laughs> don't put it in the recorder and it eat the tape. I know. I know. Oh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Our dad was the one who recorded it. Oh, don't. It is somewhere with the date, the actual date and time that it Hopefully, happened. Unless it got recorded over. No, no. I'm pretty sure it didn't get recorded over. But yeah, no, that was, those were fun times. Um, I mean, dad was proud. Yeah. And it's really funny because when you look, when I look back at it, I do remember the drama that (laughs) kind of preceded the finished, (laughs) like the finished production. I remember you yelling. Oh my gosh. I remember crying. It was, it was, I basically, I think because of that particular experience, I had decided that theater was not for me. No. Stage was not my calling. <laughs> just, it was just too stressful. It's too stressful. <laughs> but still, the uh, performance was apparently a big hit. Yes, yes, and and now I really want to find the video for that because, I mean, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was pretty amazing mm-hmm. that we were able to all come together to perform something that I mean, it, we basically just simplified it. But I, I remember the practices, mm-hmm. and I remember losing my temper and shouting like a typical director would do, or <laughs> you know, yes. <laughs> but at the end, it was it was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, and yeah, that we did perform it um, at the end um, before school was out for the summer. Right. Mm-hmm. Last performance. Yeah, so, yeah, well, on that note. <laughs> so long to summer. So long, farewell, summer. It was a good one, but 
really happy it's over. Yes. I mean, the heat wave. Yeah. Going back to the heat no wave. No more heat. Yes. Thank goodness. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Getting to know you. All right. So now it's your turn to be interviewed, Chris. Be prepared. (laughs) You want honest answers? Well, you already know the questions. This should be really easy. (laughs) You should know the answers by now. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Anyway. So let's go back. Let's go back to your childhood. Okay, before all this stuff happened. And do you remember what you wanted to be when you were five years old? I either want to be a veterinarian or an artist. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then I just want to be an artist because I then learned the science you had to learn to be a veterinarian when really I just want to like play with animals all day. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want to be a doctor. <laughs> you didn't really want to be treating them. You just wanted to play with them. That's yeah. really the yeah. truth. Yes. Yeah. So artist. <laughs> artist it is. <laughs> okay. Well, that's interesting. And so then what did you actually become? Or what did you actually pursue? <laughs> Short answer, please. <laughs> Not the long winded version. Uh, well, my last job, I was customer service. (laughs) In what industry? (laughs) You can say it. It's okay. For garbage. (laughs) No one's going to, hey, that is a very important job. But not, I will defend myself in that it wasn't just garbage. It was sustainable waste solution. There you go. Garbage. (laughs) Recycling. (laughs) All right. But is it a passion? No. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that that actually goes right into the next question, which is, are you happy with where you are in your life right now? No, that's why I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, um... Um. <laughs> yes, you quit. And um yeah, no, this pandemic really opened my eyes. It really, you know, it begged the question, do I really want to be yelled at by other people about their trash? And I'm just going to interject here, but for the listeners, just so you know, this was a cushy job, okay? Stay, I mean, not stay. It was a Work from home job, provided with equipment, paid well with benefits. However, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And it was also, it got more and more stressful because they didn't increase our pay, but they increased our workload. Which I think a lot of employees felt during the pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah, they're just crunching numbers and trying to figure out ways to save money. And unfortunately, you're the one who has to pay for that. Well, no, I didn't. That's why I I quit. (laughs) Well, I mean, they they try to pass the burden on to you. Exactly. And I am not a mule. (laughs) No, you are not. (laughs) I can I I mean, sometimes I can be a stubborn fill the blank. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
So then I guess, I mean, I guess, well, I'll ask anyway, have you achieved your dreams? No. Well, then what else do you have to achieve in order to fulfill your dreams? There's a few stepping stones yes, we're trying elaborate. to hit. You want to uh, know we're burning desires. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on every word. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> um, obviously, the podcast is an important step. Okay. But also, like I said, I do, I've always wanted to be an artist. And I will be exploring that venue several ways mm-hmm. later on. So things to come. Yes. All right. I like that. That sounds exciting. So now, how would you define happiness and success? Mm, For me, happiness is, in the simplest of terms, whatever makes you smile. Aww. So... That can be my family, like my sister. We've been having a great time with the podcast. Yes, yes. Learning a lot. Um, learning from our mistakes and errors and just laughing the whole way. Because some of the stuff is just, unless you go through it, yeah, you just, mm-hmm. you, you have to go through it to understand and to, and, and, and just, yeah, I agree. and also as strange as it might sound um actually quitting made me happy and why do you think that is because it allowed me to actually take a step towards fulfilling my dreams rather than just trying to make enough money Mm -hmm. to support my family yes Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) She has a big smile on her face. And then, um, oh, did you already go through success? Did you define what you think is success? Well, I define success as changing people's lives. And I feel like I've done that a few different times, a few different ways with a few different people. So, as far as that, I do feel successful. Can you maybe give just one quick example of a success story for you or how you feel Um, successful? I'll put it a little more broadly. Mm -hmm. I used to work at an art college. Yes, that's right. And I actually did public safety So I was able to interact with a lot of the students Mm -hmm. and quite a few of those students during my time there, I really feel like I was able to help them in various ways, whether it was with art, since I do have an art background, I was able to help them with certain things with art, but also personally. Uh, a lot of the students, they had personal issues, um, and I really feel like I was there to help them work through it, and I was able to give them a fresh perspective, um, sometimes an experienced perspective, 
And I really feel like it helped them make decisions in a more positive manner. And I'm sure those students really appreciated the advice that you gave them. Which actually brings me to our last question, which is, what advice would you like to give to our listeners? Don't be afraid to take that first step, whatever it is. If it's for your dreams, uh, if there's like some sort of job you want or some sort of hobby you want to pursue, whatever it is, if you're afraid to be judged or you don't think you're going to do well, just take that first step. Great. Thank you so much for your time. (laughs) Okay. Well, that is all I, those are all my questions and um, I'm hoping that the listeners found that insightful and some of the, some of the things you've said resonated with them as well. Well, this concludes part two of our two-part um, Getting to Know You series. And we are so grateful for your time and for attention. your attention. Exactly. Two-minute reflection. It's time to take a breath. So I wanted to end with um, a reflection obviously I'm alluding to the song from Mulan which was sung by Lea Salonga but on a more serious note uh, you know we've been talking a lot about you know what we wanted to be what we, what we actually became you know if we're happy um, and then also what else we need to do in order to achieve our dreams and I just wanted to leave you with these two questions. The first being, are you living your most authentic self? That is something I think because of this pandemic, a lot of us have had time to reflect on. And, you know, for some of us, we are. But for those of you who are being honest with yourselves and don't think that you are or know that you're not, the next question I have for you is, what is one thing you can do right now at this moment to take a step in that direction? Because living a life of of authenticity really begins with one step, which is what my sister had mentioned when I was interviewing her. (laughs) And it's very true. And usually it's that first step that's the hardest because usually there's a lot of mental blocks, a lot of negative self-talk that comes with that first step. But once you take it and you start realizing that it's actually not as bad as you may have thought it was in your mind then that's when you can truly start living or at least heading in a direction where you'll be happy with yourself and where you are actually following following your true path and your calling in life 
This is Kate. And this is Chris. And we're the Delgado Delgado Sisters. Sisters. And thank you so much for listening to the Kikai Chat. Peace out. Peace out. Please don't forget to follow, rate, and review the Kikai Chat. Available on all major podcast platforms. On the next episode of the Kikai Chat. Join us as we celebrate Filipino-American Her Story Month during the month of October. We can't wait to share with you what being Filipino-American means to us.